welcome to No Boring Kids, the newsletter and podcast for parents that want to make the future a little more interesting. It's written and produced by me, Adam Kershaw. I'm a children's author, publisher, and father to three young kids in Australia. This is the audio edition of No Boring Kids number seven. We swapped kids' TV for music videos. Everything changed. Over the recent school holidays, the kids got a little bit too friendly with the TV. My wife and I usually have a handle on screen time, but a sudden increase in work commitments meant we had to get a lot more done during the holiday period, so the TV was running hot. As you can imagine, the quality of programming deteriorated pretty quickly. My six-year-old son went down the YouTube Minecraft rabbit hole, while our four-year-old girls watched episode after episode of Peppa Pig. Towards the end of the holidays, the incessant background noise and feelings of guilt were too much for me to bear. We needed to switch things up. So without warning, all regular TV programming ceased. No more Peppa, no more crazy Minecraft videos. I fired up YouTube and it was music videos only for one week. My hypothesis wasn't particularly deep. Like most popular kids' cartoons, music videos are short. They're compelling. But unlike cartoons, each video is stylistically distinct and offers a fresh burst of sensory stimulation. They were also a staple of my youth. Just like Saturday morning cartoons, rage and video hits here in Australia were essential weekend viewing. They were formative and serendipitous in a way that the endless libraries of content my kids can access on demand never could be. And while I would never trust the YouTube algorithm to serve up quality programming for general viewing, I knew it could work its magic moving us from one music video to the next. So I figured the switch would either drive my kids away from the TV completely or reduce their interest in watching it. And selfishly, having music on in the background while I worked instead of the annoying chirp of kids shows was going to help my productivity. As it turned out, I'd set the bar way too low. Music videos were the antidote for neglect. Here are the five things that happened that week and why music videos are now the ace up my sleeve when it comes to screen time. Firstly, the switch was easy. I expected outcry, maybe even a tantrum or two. But from the first instance to the last, there wasn't a single note of protest from any of the kids and their viewing habits completely transformed overnight. They're usually not allowed to put YouTube on without us, so when they wanted TV, they would hand me the remote and ask me to put music on. No more wrestling over the remote or doom scrolling through thumbnails for shows to watch. No complaining about one of them choosing Netflix when the other wanted Disney Plus. It all just stopped and it was glorious. Secondly, we watched way less TV. The kids started forming a healthier relationship with TV almost instantly. It was weird. The TV was on more, but the kids were watching it less. Instead of being transfixed by kids' shows and completely incapacitated by their viewing, music videos had an almost whimsical quality. They would delight in pointing things out to each other in the videos. They asked questions about the music and the artists, and they engaged with more physicality than regular TV, bouncing around the room and contorting themselves to take up hilarious viewing angles on the floor or upside down on the coffee table. 
They also tended to peel off one by one to play or do other things within earshot of the music, returning occasionally to check out the action on screen before wandering off again. Thirdly, it was a unifying force. With few exceptions, I have to tune out Kids TV, even when I'm sitting there watching it with them, and rarely does my enthusiasm for something on the TV match theirs. But music videos brought us together around the TV in a completely new way. It was surprisingly wholesome and added a new wrinkle to our family time. We bonded over what videos we liked, what made us laugh or sing along, and our shared anticipation of what would play next. After a few days, videos I'd long forgotten started popping into my head. Rediscovering them and introducing them to my kids brought joy to all of us. The pick of the bunch was It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. This was probably our most watched video during the week and became the most requested. Number four, music videos make great entertainment for all ages. Even though most music videos are for general viewing, my biggest concern was a video coming on that was inappropriate for young kids. Thankfully, the YouTube algorithm is the best in the business and kept the whole experiment on rails. My confidence in the algorithm was higher than you might expect. Over the years, I've done a lot of work on content discovery for the New York Times, exploring different ways to serve content that keeps audiences engaged and gets them coming back for more. YouTube has always led the way in this department, and no matter what video we started with, the algorithm pushed us in the right direction. Always appropriate, never repetitive, and just enough variation to keep things interesting. Admittedly, we stuck closely to contemporary pop, but the catchy songs, choreography, and slick, big-budget videos were perfect for the kids. Lastly, their behaviour improved. It kills me when my kids fight over the TV. It's always so dramatic and often leads to the TV getting turned off completely, a consequence that doesn't benefit any of us. So one of the best things about this experiment was the complete reprieve from conflict. There were no arguments about what to watch or who would get the remote. No tense transitions from TV watching into other activities. If there was a request, turn-taking was a breeze to manage with the next video coming up so quickly. And when one of them got bored, they didn't start annoying the others. They just moved on to something else. They also seemed to be energised by the music, springing to their feet in a flash and heading outside to play or ride bikes, all while shrieking song lyrics for the whole neighbourhood to hear. It's probably important to stress that while this wasn't about banning TV, we've been down that road before, it did reveal how we could channel its power differently. The music seemed to infuse the kids with a kinetic energy that propelled them back towards the real world, rather than drawing them away from it. And to my surprise, it had the same effect on me, bringing joy and connection to a situation born from neglect. As parents, we can steer this ship. We can transform what might be perceived as wasted hours into moments that harmonise our families and energise our children. Whether it's with music or something else, we've got the poison, we've got the remedy. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the audio edition. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this newsletter at noboringkids at gmail.com. And please subscribe if you haven't already to receive the next edition straight to your inbox or podcast feed. Until then, keep it interesting. P.S. For the past couple of months, my daughter Hope has been saying Haley Smith at random. 
We don't know anyone by that name, and it delights me that she's just blurting it out for her own amusement and mine. But when Shake It Off came on one day, she sprung up and yelled, There's Hayley Smith! I hope I never have to correct her. It's just too good.